The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, on Monday, the Vatican said that priests will be allowed to bless same-sex couples, marking Pope Francis' most definitive step in making the Roman Catholic Church more welcoming to the LGBTQ plus community. It follows similar changes by the Church of England after talks that began months ago came to fruition last Saturday night. The new rules there, which allow same-sex partnerships to be blessed, came into effect from midnight. And then on Sunday morning, my next guests were in the church getting blessed in a historic move. The Reverends Catherine Bond and Jane Pierce join me now. Good morning to you both. Good morning, Pat. Morning, Pat. We were uh, quite uh, surprised, I suppose, at the announcement from the Church of Rome that blessings of same-sex couples would be permitted, although not in a, a matrimonial context, not in a matrimonial ceremony. But it turns out that uh, you guys were ahead of the game. Yes, well, the Church of England agreed in November, the House of Bishops agreed, and last Tuesday the bishops agreed on the format of the blessing, the actual words that could be used, and they authorised it from... Saturday at midnight. So, yes, we got in there 10 o'clock Sunday morning to, to be blessed. So Saturday night, midnight, that was the, the green light, and you didn't waste any time uh, because <laughs> you organised your blessing for Sunday morning. Tell me, what happened at that ceremony? It was a normal communion service in our church, but just before the peace, our priest, Andrew Dotchin, called us forward with other members of the ministry team, and we knelt Um, In front of him, he put his hands on our heads and he blessed us both. And then the service carried on as usual. Now, first question, did anybody walk out in disapproval? No. We go to a very inclusive and loving church in Felixstowe and all the congregation have been supportive. And sometimes, uh, you know, ceremonies are a bit more informal than they used to be. And in a church, you might even hear when I pronounce you man and wife, there might be a a little smattering of applause. Did that happen? Yes. After Andrew blessed us, the congregation applauded. Andrew invited, he said, I think it's appropriate for to have some applause now. So he invited them to do that. And there was lots of hugging afterwards and um, some Prosecco was drunk afterwards as a bit of a celebration. Now, to to borrow from Tony Blair, did you feel that the hand of history was upon your shoulders? Definitely, yes. (laughs) Well, I'm a historian, and I mean, I think Jane and I would both say that we are prepared to stand up and be counted. And we were aware, particularly our vicar, Andrew Dodgson, has fought for seven years for this blessing to be a possibility. And so we felt we really wanted to support the cause and... um, we're so grateful that he did invite us, and we we were we were aware that we were going to be certainly among the first. But so far, it seems like we were the first. So yeah, we feel that hand yeah. of history on us. And statistically, it might be likely that maybe people of the same sex would marry and uh, get a blessing, and one might be a priest. But the odds of two people being priests, I think, are probably rather high. Yes, I think you're, you, you're right, um, Pat. You're, you're speaking to two very special people. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we both have a strong faith and we're both in ministry. Now, t- tell me about the prayer that was used uh, for the ceremony. Was this a designated prayer? Yes. So the bishops have come up with a series of pastoral prayers that can either be used privately in somebody's home 
or within the context of a normal church service. And the, the particular prayer that Andrew used with us is incredibly beautiful and really, I think, very inoffensive. Shall we um, read it? Can please? we read it? Yes, please. God of generosity and joy, we, with you is the well of life, and in your light we see light. We give you thanks to Jane and Catherine for the love and friendship they share and for their commitment to one another as they come before you this day, trusting you as the giver of all good gifts. Strengthen their love by your love. And gladden their hearts with your joy that their journey through life may become a pilgrimage of grace by your blessing and with you as their companion and guide. May they rejoice in hope and be sustained in love all the days of their life and in the age to come. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And that is a beautiful prayer. Uh, As you say, it could not possibly offend uh, anybody. Uh, But has it been a long battle? I mean, how long have you known each other? How long have you been in a relationship? And how difficult was it to be in that relationship in the the, the public eye of your parishioners? There's quite a lot of questions there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have been together for seven years. And the parishioners seem to accept us from the word go um, as a couple. And I think that being gay is only one part of who we are. We don't want to be defined by our sexuality. Um, We have lots of other characteristics as well. And probably people came to know us as who we are, as Jane and Catherine. Um, And the fact that we were gay didn't seem to faze people. We've been quite open about our relationship. Because it's an inclusive church, its strapline is open to God, open to all. They practice what they preach, and they have been very open to us. Was it much of a battle in the Church of England to get this measure through? Yes, it's been a huge battle. It's been going on for at least seven years, um, arguably longer than that. Uh, The Church of England is governed by synod. There are bishops, lay people, and clergy in that synod, and they all have to reach a majority decision. And it's taken a long time. Had these uh, prayers called "Living in Love and Faith." It was a course to, that the parishes had to do, and then out of that, well, they call it, I think, a consultation. Out of that consultation comes the um, thinking and the decision. Um, but I know it has exhausted our leaders and upset our leaders, both you know, for and against. And I think Rowan Williams said recently that he found the whole discussion about same-sex couples that just exhausting. And so I'm, we feel very proud of the House of Bishops for having withstood a lot of opposition to make this brave decision, which, I th- which will make a lot of gay couples happy, right? you know, Christian gay couples right across the country. And I think it will also, it's a sigh of relief from people outside the church too, because I think they don't understand the church's position. And certainly my two children are 24 and 27, say, They didn't really want to have anything to do with the church that was so anti-gay. And unfortunately, that is how the church has come across. But um, so this is a significant step forward. And it's a significant step forward for the Catholic Church, too. What was your reaction literally, you know, uh, less than a couple of days after your own blessing that uh, Pope Francis in the Church of Rome uh, said that it would be fine for a priest uh, at, uh, you know, his own decision, I suppose, to bless uh, gay couples, but not in the context of a marriage ceremony. 
I think I had three reactions. The first was surprise because I had not heard any rumbles that this was likely to happen. Um, the second was delight uh, that the Catholic Church was moving forward in this direction. And um, the third was happiness for Catholic gay couples who hopefully now will feel more included. Um, the, the proviso that it could not be seen as a marriage in the Catholic Church emphasised that they still view marriage as the, uh, the union of man and woman uh, rather than same-sex uh, couples. What is the status of your blessing? Are, are you married? No. no, we can't be married as clergy. Uh, we, we can only have a civil partnership. Uh, that would be a step too far. So we have a civil partnership and we had that two years ago. And then after that, we were able to have a blessing, but only of our rings, not of us, which I find so strange. And so did people, you know, people outside the church found that very strange, that they could bless inanimate objects. And I don't know if you know, but you know, priests can bless you know, nuclear submarines and that sort of thing and cars, but they couldn't bless gay couples. But now they can. That, that was a fudge anyway, the blessing of the ring. It was, a, I suppose, a, as far as they could go at that particular time yes. to indicate, you know, a nod of approval, but no more than that. But now there's a blessing. Well, we're creeping forward, Pat. We're creeping forward. You know, I look back at the, the things that the Bible, unfortunately, parts of the Bible were used to justify in the past, things like apartheid and slavery, and even against women priests. Um, so... And all of, you know, those things have fallen. And I think, you know, people have seen that now it's right that apartheid doesn't exist. It's right that slavery is gone. And in, the, uh, in our church, the Church of England, we just couldn't manage without our women priests. There's, there's so many of us now. And of course, we hope and pray that the Catholic Church uh, will, will allow women priests at some point. Well, often uh, at the end of a marriage ceremony, um, people will say, may your, your union be blessed. And now happily for you, as of last Sunday morning, your union has been blessed. Yes, it has. Thank you. The Reverend Catherine Bond, the Reverend Jane Pierce. thank you very much for joining us on the programme today. Thank you so much, Pat. The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On News Talk.